Hey guys, welcome, 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 welcome back to Kingdom Citizens. Welcome back to Kingdom Citizens. Um, it's a new month. It's a new month. It's a new day, and it's an honor to be here once more. Last month we started off with a new YouTube channel. And I was able to upload three episodes on how I met Jesus and how two of my other friends met Jesus. I'd intended to um, have more people come speak. However, um, I decided um, that three was good enough and that we should move on from that chapter, at least. Because it was, you know, different. Um, you guys saw, you heard from me, of my story. You heard from Eddie, who was... Um, my friend from Kenya who wasn't really into bad stuff but he wasn't really into too much of God either but he found God along the way and he met my friend David who was in the streets he was homeless at some points he, he lived a rough life and then he also found God so I feel like with that the balance was was there it was balancing and so this episode um, to be quite frank I have no idea what God is going to speak to me today. I was laying down and I just felt quickened my spirit to record. And so here I am. But let us first pray. Father, we thank you for bringing us here. We're grateful unto you for all that you've done for us. We understand that it is not by our might nor our power that, Father, we are alive. I understand that, Father, that you supply all my needs and that there's nothing that has happened in my life that is not according to your will and your plan. And so for that, I am grateful unto you. I'm grateful for the lives of the listeners. As the Father, that as they listen, the Father, may they be may, may they be filled in the Spirit. Because the Word says that, Blessed are ye who thirst and hunger after righteousness, for ye shall be filled. And so, Father, as, as they listen, O Lord, fill them up. And as I speak, Lord, the words I speak are not my own, Father. Let them be words that are inspired by you. Help me, Father, that I might communicate your infallible will and mind. I thank you for all that you've done for me. I thank you. And we ask that may you grace us with your presence once more. Amen. So, welcome, welcome. Today, um, let's see. God, what do you want for us? Today, I want us to, I wanted to, not that I had a topic, but I wanted us to backtrack on our lives, backtrack on the path that we've taken so far and ask yourself a question. Is Jesus Christ in the back, in the, in the driver's seat? Where have you placed Jesus Christ? Is he in the passenger seat? Is he in the back seat of your life? Or is he in the driver's seat? Now this this question dawned upon me and it's been it's been in my spirit because you know most times we think that we're doing this life and we claim that Jesus Christ will give you our all, we claim that Jesus Christ, you are my everything, that you take charge of everything. However, 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 we do not place him in the driver's seat. We say Jesus Christ sit in the passenger seat direct me but i will do the driving and what happens with that is there's certain places there's certain spots that our driving skills might not be able to take us to and so i have one question for you and this is jesus christ in the driver's seat of your life 
You know, today I was I was on TikTok, you know, I don't um I was on TikTok and I was going through and I happened to stumble upon a video of a man who was um he 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 went I think uh, he was in a I don't know if it was Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, whatever it is, but it was a it wasn't an English speaking country and he was recording this man who was selling coconuts and the man had nothing. He was on the side of the street, he had nothing. However, all, all that he was saying was that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. All that he was mentioning was Jesus Christ. And that he was saying that he's happy. Even if he doesn't sell or even if he doesn't make $10 a day, he's happy. If he makes $10 a day, he's happy. And it led me to ponder upon my life. You know, because most of the times we are very privileged, especially in this time, in this generation. We're privileged enough to have things freely. We're privileged enough to have things that we don't have to fight for. But we do not take Christ seriously. Because in the video, what 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 I learned from that video is that even though the man had nothing, literally he had nothing, he was an old man. I'll try and find the video and then I'll attach it to it if I can. Or I'll play a, little, a few seconds of it. He was a, he was he was an old man. An old man and the video brought me to tears I started like I started like bawling my eyes out when I was watching the video because it's like I'm looking at this man and this man has nothing and all he's talking about is Jesus Christ if you have Jesus Christ you have everything if you have Jesus Christ you have this if you have Jesus Christ you have this and it's like he, he wasn't letting the situation determine the worthness of Christ Jesus he didn't let his situation determine how high of a pedestal we put Christ. Most of the times, when we find ourselves in dark places, in tough spots, in uncomfortable situations, we tend to question God on where he is in our life. But this man had nothing, absolutely nothing. He made $10 a day on a good day. However, he did not let that stop him from acknowledging the greatness of God. And that spoke to me. You know, when I was crying, I was just saying, God, why do you do this? Like, like it's not like I was listening to a preaching from him to speak to me. It's not like I was listening to worship from him to speak to me. He spoke to me to, through the life of this man. And by looking at this man, you could just, I could just tell that this guy, this old man had a relationship with him. That that even though he might he might have done the roadside selling, whatever, that Christ was in the driver's seat of his life. And so today is Christ in the driver's seat of your life. I'm going to enunciate this several times. But it's Christ in the, in the driver's seat of your life. Have you given him full control? Have you given him full authority over you? Or do you think that you can do it on your own? You know, I find myself thinking and I've, I've been there, I've done that. I've, I've said that Christ is... It's Lord of it's Lord over my life. I've said that Christ was the center of it all. However, now that I think about it, I realize that he really wasn't. And that it was just an illusion I was telling myself to make myself feel better. There was moments where I even told myself that I oh I haven't sinned. Now I want to make this clear. 
just because you do not sin, just because you stay abstinent, just because you're celibate, just because you don't fornicate, just because you don't drink, just because you don't smoke, just because you don't party, just because you don't lie, you don't gossip, you don't steal, just because you don't do, you don't sin, just because you don't find yourself sinning, doesn't mean that Christ is in the driver's seat of your life. It doesn't mean that you can abstain from sin, but yet still not have Christ as Lord of you. And so I'm here to encourage somebody. I'm here to speak words of truth unto somebody that it's about time. It's about time. You say that you want to be ruler over your life. It's about time you let him. It's about time you let him. Because he's been waiting for too long. He's been waiting for too long. And if there's one thing I know, it is that Jesus is merciful. You guys don't understand. Jesus Christ is merciful. He's merciful. Because I remember, I know moments in my life where I felt unworthy. I felt like, God, why, why, do, I, why do I find myself in these dark places? Why do I find myself in the situations that you've set me free from? Why do I feel my old life creeping in? And yet still, he says that my son, you're worth the battle. You're worth me waiting for you. You're worth my me dying on the cross. If, the, if there's one thing that I can testify to or I can bear witness to about God, it is his mercy. His mercy. God has been so merciful to me. God has been so merciful to me. He's been too merciful to me. And, you know, I I like to be honest. I like to be transparent with my walk. I like to be transparent with my life. And it hasn't been easy, guys. It hasn't been easy. It hasn't. The moment you say yes to Jesus Christ, you have to understand that you place the whole world against you. You place the whole world against you. And the enemy will come at you with everything that he can. It hasn't been easy. I found myself crying at nighttime just because I, I, want, I, I want to get close to God. But I, 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 I haven't found myself to be as successful as I want to be. I haven't found myself being able to let go of that steering wheel and let him take charge. Christ is, Jesus Christ is so merciful. Not even in my, in my down moments, he still speaks to me. Even in my down moments, he still speaks to me. And so is Christ, in the, is, is he in the driver's seat of your life? I've told myself that I'm gonna, that no more, that no more, that no more. I'm tired. I, I, I need, I need him to be Lord over, over all. You know, my, my, my past is not, my, my past with him is not enough. Just because I had a relationship with him today, just because I had a relationship with him yesterday, doesn't mean that my relationship right this moment should be where it's at right now. I, I want to, I want to, I want more. I want more. 
I want more. I want more because he's been too merciful. How many of you like how many of you wake up and not have to worry about what you have to eat? There are people out there that wake up every day not knowing what it is that they'll eat or where it is that their next meal will come from. Yet still they know to spend time with Christ in the morning. They know to thank God. Listen. There are some poor people that follow Christ not because they wish for greener pastures. They follow him because he's all they've got. And I have I've been I've I've been I've been a a a testament of that or a testimony of that. Because I had nothing going on for me in life. Once like, you know, I had nothing going on for me in life. I I went to I joined the army. And my school, I couldn't go back to school. And all I had to do was work. And then I just, you know, from time to time, I would think into my future. And I'm like, I have nothing going for me, God. Like, nothing's working out for me. Like, everything, there was moments where everything was down. Financially, I was down. Relationship-wise, I was down. Friendship-wise, I was down. And nothing was going good for me. There was nothing that I could cling on to. And even in those moments, like I, 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 even even my relationship with God was struggling, right? But oh, I had to keep on telling myself that all I had was Christ, that all I had was Jesus, that all I had was the Holy Spirit. Because and I, and I remember I remember telling that God, you're all I have. If 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 I'm not able to make it work with you, then Father, I'm, there's nothing that could work for me. There's moments where I'd, I would cry in secret. Nobody would know. Nobody. Like, nobody, nobody knows how much I yearn for him. Like, how much I yearn for him. Ah, I'm getting emotional. Um, no, but you guys, that's the way. I, you guys don't know how much how much I yearn for God, but it's difficult sometimes, and I understand that. I understand people face difficulty. I understand that people go through trials. I understand. I understand, but today, what is stopping you from picking up your cross and following Him? We have we have had all the work done for us, you know. And after Jesus Christ died, his his disciples they had to fight the real battles for us. And everybody after that had to fight battles for us. The people that were killed because of God, the people because of Christ, the people that sacrificed themselves because of Christ, the people that had to do several things, go into places that weren't comfortable with people, people that did tough things in order for us to get this message about the kingdom of God. Why are we not taking it serious now? Why are we letting the sacrifices of those people go in vain? Hmm? Why are you not where you want to be with Christ yet? Why are you making that thing stop you? Don't waste your potential on the things of this world.
I said, what, what, what does it gain a man for him to, to, to what, what does it gain a man to, for him to gain everything but lose his soul in heaven? What benefit would that do to you? What benefit would that do to you? So please, please, may Christ the driver of your life. Place him in the driver's seat because there's nothing better, there's nothing greater than the love of Christ. In the moments where you're down, the moments where you feel depressed, in the moments where you feel like your anxiety is kicking in, there's nothing better than being embraced by the love of Christ. People are going through it, you guys. People are going through it, right? And if we we don't stand strong, if we do not stand strong, if we don't stand firm and ground ourselves in the word and ground ourselves in the power, those people that are struggling, they might not be able to break free on their own. And who knows who God has assigned you to? Who knows who you're supposed to set free? If you don't let Christ take charge of your driver's seat, you might you won't be able to pick up all the passengers along the way. There are people that are struggling. I talk to people all the time, and it, it seems like a norm that, especially I don't know what it is with now, but like everybody, like the people that people people that have that have deep scars within them that nobody will ever know. There are people that have deep, deep scars within them. That if you don't have, if you, if if you don't have Christ to to create an environment for them to come to speak to you, or or if you don't have Christ to be able to discern these things, you might just walk by them and think that yeah, everything's okay. There are people that are struggling, and those people can only be set free if you decide to let Christ be in the driver's seat of your life. And it's not enough that you know him. You have to know him so you could teach somebody. You're supposed to edify one another. There are people that are struggling. I talk to people all the time, and the people battling depression, the people battling anxiety, people battling past traumas. Listen, there's people that are, people people have suffered. And if if you're listening, you've suffered. I want you to understand this: that first of all, it was not your fault. If you've gone through any, if, if you've gone through any trauma, whatever it is, I want you to understand that it was not your fault. Okay, what happened to you? It was not your fault. You didn't choose for that to happen to you. You didn't choose to be born in that circumstance. You didn't choose to be born in that poverty. You didn't choose to be born sick. You didn't choose to have that sickness over your life. Right. However. What you decide today can determine where you end up later. And so I want you to choose Christ. You didn't choose those situations. You didn't, it wasn't your fault. But today, the decision to choose Christ is entirely up to you. Because I promise you that if you choose him, if you dedicate your life to choose him, then whatever his will is for you in this, in this, in this life, it will come to pass. 
if his will is for you to be healed from whatever sickness you're in, you will be healed. If it's worse for you to get that job, you will be, you get that job. If it's worse for you to break that generational curse that seems to be going around your family, he will do it. And his will is for him to love you. So forgive yourself. It was not your fault. Tell him that God, I want to experience this love. This love that made you come to die for me. I want to experience it for myself. I don't want to just read about it. I want to experience your love myself. I might have been hurt. People might have hurt me with love under the guise of love. Or people might have done things to me that has made it difficult for me to love others. But Father, I want to be able to experience that love, that eternal love, that agape love. Because I've realized that there's nothing more pleasant in this world than the love of Christ Jesus. And so let him into your life and see what he will do for you. Let him into your life and see what he will do for you. Jesus Christ loves you. If nobody has told you this, I love you. Jesus Christ loves you. And so allow him into your heart. Give him a chance. And I promise you, he will not fail you. He hasn't failed me yet. Even when, even when I was undeserving of it, he never failed me. Even when I was far away from him, he did not fail me. He did not fail me. Sometimes some, some choices that we were faced with in life might, might seem so difficult, right? Jesus, God told Abraham, after, after Abraham waited so long for a son, God finally gave him Isaac. And then God told Abraham, go to this mountain and sacrifice that thing, that thing that you've been waiting for, that money that you've been waiting for. God said, okay, I'm giving it to you now, but I want you to sacrifice that money. I want you to sacrifice that relationship that you've always been seeking for. I want you to sacrifice that, that, that job that you were looking for. I want you to sacrifice the time that you've been looking for. I want you to sacrifice that son that I had given you. God said to Abraham, I want you to go onto that mountain and sacrifice him to me. Abraham was faithful. He obeyed the words of the Lord. And sometimes God does not, listen, God does not need your sacrifice. He just needs your, your, your will. He just needs your will. You, he needs you to be willing to listen to him and obey him. And so Abraham will go up to that mountain, prepare everything, lay Isaac down. He was about to stab, kill his own son. And just imagine the amount of faithfulness it took for Abraham. The son that he'd been, he'd been waiting for for so long, the only son that he had with his wife, God said kill him and he was about to stab him. And then God said stop Abraham, look up. There's a ram. Sacrifice that ram. Because now I know that you love me. So that, that, that thing that God wants you to give up, right? It's, it's that God doesn't need that thing. He just needs your will. You to be willing. And he, he needs to be able, he needs to be able to, 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 you need to be able to free yourself of any shackles to this world. So when God says, do this, you do it. He needs you to be free. He needs you to be free. So that pain God wants you to sacrifice that, that, that pain, that trauma that you went through. He wants you to give it up. Put it up on the altar and sacrifice it. And see, well, see if God will not come and replace that trauma with love. See if God will not replace Isaac with a ram. See if God will not replace this low-paying job that you have with a high-paying one. 
See if God will replace your hate for love. He will do it. He did it for Isaac. He did it for Jacob. He did it for Abraham. He's done it for me. He will definitely do it for you. And so let Christ into the driver's seat of your life. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We honor your name. We're grateful unto you. We know that you are Lord of all. Father, we say that, Father, we want you to be in the driver's seat of our lives. That, Father, I relinquish my will. I relinquish my authority of everything that has to do with my will and myself. And I say that, Jesus Christ, take charge of my life. Take charge of the driver's seat, O Lord. Direct my path. Order my steps. Straighten my crooked path, O Jesus. Take charge of my life. Take charge of everything that I do and what I say. What I say. Love me like never before. As I love you as well. Teach me your ways, God. I love you. And we love you. We thank you for the love that you brought upon this earth for us. Amen. <sighs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. <sighs>